Yay! And happy birthday to no. us! We should happy be an anniversary birthday. song. Happy birthday! Oh yeah. Well, there isn't any anniversary song. No, because anniversaries are stupid. Just like, like no one, no one has anniversary songs. Like no. what? Like Hava Nagila or something? No. Like no, I think that's a wedding song. I don't <laughs> actually it? fucking know. I've heard yeah. of your weddings, but like yeah. I, I've, I've heard. You that's also just what I like... associate. Oh, and happy holidays to everyone who celebrates. In that's right. Yes. Jewish community. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not sure what today is, but uh, I know the know. the uh, Rosh Hashanah and all those days are are around this time. Uh, so yes, yeah, and hello. also happy belated Father's Day to all of our Australian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you just whipped out an obscure one there. Okay, no, no, because like all these like famous celebrities. I'm Chelsea, by the way. That's Charles. Um, <laughs> hello. The, um, all these like famous people on Instagram, all these Australian people were like posting like Happy Father's Day, Dad, love you so much, and I was like, Fuck, I fucked up. Well, I didn't get Doctor Paul anything. What am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, well, you have to tie a kangaroo down for him, sport. Sport, and yes. uh, you know, tie my kangaroo down, sport. Tie my kangaroo down. down. All together now. All right. No, so no. this is in honor. In honor. Of Australian Father's Day. Oh, I'm just gonna speak Australian the whole episode. That'd be really oh. fun. I'm not gonna do that. That's a lot of effort. No, it's too much work. <laughs> but, I'm like, it's late. I'm ready for bed. No. <laughs> yeah, that that's way more Don't. effort. So um I uh cut the split ends off my hair this week. Yeah, it looks I feel... decent. I like it. I mean, you th- I well, think you posted that you thought it was too short, but yeah, I, I it think it's good. too short. I look like I look like fucking Tiaman from uh, NXT UK because he has the exact same like hairstyle and the just and the beard, it. you know. So I'm I'm just I feel like I should be doing this the whole time because he's always doing that stupid pose with his eye. I tell um, you what that the, what that haircut reminds me of, but you're gonna hate me. Uh, yeah, I will. So don't say it. I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it'll, it's just a it'll... band that I like that you don't like. So, yeah. Okay. Um, well, here's the thing, though, is that like, it's my own fault because I waited so long to cut my split ends mm-hmm. that they were like four fucking inches by the time I finally cut them. That's okay. You know, so like, my hair is way shorter than I want it to be right now, but. I don't I hate it be. at all. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look bad on me. No, it's just I all. like my hair when it's like it's not it's not even below my fucking chin right now, and I hate that. Like so, you know. But it works for me, and I think the facial hair definitely helps with it. I don't think it would work without it. Yeah, I don't want to envision that. Thanks for even like I would have even have like <laughs> thought of that as a possibility if you didn't yeah. just fucking ruin everything by saying. That. Well, that's that's what I do, Chelsea. I am yes. the ruiner, the ruiner of dreams. The ruiner of dreams and the speaking of king. <laughs> speaking of the ruining, the ruiner of dreams. Uh, so we're all we're gonna have two episodes this week. We're gonna have our standard episode, and then we're gonna have our uh, AEW All Out pay per view episode. Um, oh, we're doing two episodes. Cool. Good yep. To know. Yep, yep. Um, but uh, is there anyone out there who doesn't know that Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and Ruby uh, Soho showed up on it? There isn't. So I, no, I want to, I want to speak about this for a minute. Um, just because I find it really amusing. Because AEW has all this momentum going for them now, and we'll talk about this more in our pay per view episode, which you can hear. Um, but apparently. 
WWE's idea for Adam Cole to get him to not leave was for him to stop wrestling and become a manager. Ew. Bruce, that was Bruce Pritchard's idea because they wanted him to leave NXT, go to the main roster, and stop wrestling because he's too small, but just become a manager because he can talk. And it's Ew. like, have you seen how fucking audiences love Adam Cole? They do so much. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's in the WWE, whether it's in AEW, he puts the fucking hands up, everyone goes baby, you know, yeah. and you want him to fucking represent other wrestlers. And yeah, not exactly, wrestle. exactly. And Jesus fucking Christ, dudes, this is why you guys are losing so much fucking momentum. Mm-hmm. Because you're stuck in these, like, stupid fucking ancient ideas and shit, so, you know, might as well, I don't know, whip out, fuck, put Gene Hackenschmidt fucking masks on everyone. You tell them. <laughs> I don't even know what Gene Hackenschmidt looks like. but I, I don't even know I, who that is. I'm just like, uh-huh. He was one of the first NWA champions. Right. <laughs> so, like, in the 30s or some shit. Like, oh, I, hear shit. His, I hear his name when Jim Cornette w- brings him up. <laughs> um, Love that. Yeah. But, Love um... That. But you know what, though? Um, I'm still excited, because Chelsea and I are going to uh, SmackDown. Yay! Yeah, we're going to SmackDown. We're going to be there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what we're going to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. But uh, so why don't we start with SmackDown? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, because I feel like there's not a ton to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not really. There is like, what, a couple quick segments. <laughs> um, <laughs> Naomi got dissed again. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So let's start. We have Becky Lynch coming out with her cool pleather bodysuit outfit and suspenders. Yeah, and I like how the suspenders like went into her underwear. Yeah, well, well, I said I think it was like a full bodysuit. I think like yeah, it was really cool. I digged it so much. Honestly, it's the type of thing she probably could have wrestled in without pants. Yeah, you know, like it probably would have looked like a really cool outfit. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Becky's coming out. She's soaking in the reaction. Real big like. Reaction to Becky. I know they're trying to make her heal. But, um... Yeah, yeah. I don't don't think it's working, quite honestly. I feel like it was just kind of, like, you know, the reaction that we got last week with the, like, and I apologize for, like, absolutely nothing or whatever exactly she said last week. Like, that was exactly, I feel like, the reaction that she wants in this, like, heal path that she's going down. But then it just flatlined in this. You know? (laughs) Because it's like, people booed when she said no to Bianca, but not because they hate Becky Lynch, but because that means they don't get to see a match that night yeah you know so i feel like you know the the heel turn i i i can't imagine that we're not going to be fucking cheering our asses off for her with the whole fucking arena at madison square garden i know i'm really excited for her to like do her like the man has come around to yeah what'd she say i assume madison i assume either msg or new york city or something like that you know very um, exciting stuff yeah yeah so you know i do love that she's even doing stuff like you know it was gr- i got a great reaction but uh none of you were chanting you deserve it 
<laughs> and then, but it was kind of like not a great like you deserve it chant. Yeah. Like she had to really like, and you could tell that like I could see it just like because we're actors. It's like when you yeah. don't get the reaction that you necessarily want, you can almost see it like underneath the like the like in the back of people's eyes, or like they start to glaze over like shit. This wasn't as big as I thought it was gonna be, or this didn't yeah. land the way that I wanted uh, it to. Honestly, I think in like those places like Jacksonville and because she's been in the, in Oklahoma and all those sort of places, I think that they're not really sure how to react to her yeah that's why i said i think in places like new york and philly where we're more heel orientated towns i think she's gonna get a i i don't i i think she'd have to come out and kick a puppy in order for us to boo her like why would I, you bring puppies into this well that's I'm, not nice no kicking puppies well i'm saying in order for people to boo her yeah no i think that people would just <laughs> call the police <laughs> They'd be like, throw her in prison. What? <laughs> Not booing her. Like, people would be throwing things at her. <laughs> Wrong analogy, Charles, but A for effort. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to imagine everyone like, oh, that went too far, Miss Lynn. <laughs> We're calling the police, and everyone just picks up their phones. <laughs> yeah, and then it would start this whole fight of, like, you know, you have the people who are torn because they hate the police, but then yeah. the people who are like, but she just kicked a puppy, what do we do? <laughs> I'm, I hate this, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, she calls uh, Bianca the most athletic woman, uh, possibly of all time, in the WWE. Which is very also, nice. She also points out that uh, she's the only woman besides herself to win the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I do love that she calls her Esther. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I was like, did she mean that she meant that? <laughs> it was really cute. Um, yeah, but it's true. I like how like, she talks about how the hi- how she talks about the higher powers coming down, and they called on the called for the man. Yeah. I love that. To, like, but I mean, come it's, back. but it's true though. Like, I mean, storyline wise, where she said that like it saved the match at SummerSlam. No one would have given a shit to see Carmella. <laughs> fighting Bianca. No. I wonder, like, I wonder, because I don't know what, like, the person behind Carmella is like, but I, I have thought about this, I haven't mentioned it on the air, but, like, since that match, like, I wonder how she as a person must feel to be like, oh, like, is she the type of person who's, like, kind of bummed, like, that they're like, no one's gonna care if you fight Bianca, so we're gonna bring Becky Lynch back, or if she's the type of person who's just like, well, as long as I'm getting paid, I don't care, you know? Like, I wonder. <laughs> I mean, I, I... I think she knows she's not a main eventer. Yes, but how you does know. she really feel? You can't answer that question because only she knows. No, but I mean, it's like, you know, if you're in a production and they tell you that you're also going to be, you know, like you, you're going to be in a production and then, you know, fucking Meryl Streep is going to come out and hit your character with a chair and then be the lead. But you're still in it and you get to interact with Meryl Streep. You know. Yeah, I feel like that's the only analogy where that's okay. Yeah, you <laughs> that's know. the only actress you could have brought into this where I'm not pissed off. Well, I, Meryl, I, can, I do, Meryl can have everything she wants. I do love the idea of Meryl Streep hitting you with a chair. I would love know? Meryl Streep to hit me with a chair. <laughs> I would pay money for her to hit me with a chair. Like good money. <laughs> yeah, she just does like a fucking chair shot, like out of nowhere. Her theme plays. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, Glenn, Glenn Close appears and distracts you while Meryl Streep sneaks up behind but you honestly, and I'd be like, you with a chair. I, I would like, I'd call Sharon and I'd be like, Mom, I know you told, I've told you a bunch of times that I've made it, but I really made it, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's for real this time. 
<laughs> Meryl Streep hit me with a chair, Mom. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be so, great. I can't wait. You know, but when she, what she's saying storyline-wise is true. She's like, you weren't ready. That's on you. I was. Yeah. And just because I haven't played this game in a while doesn't mean I've forgotten how to win. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And Bianca comes out. Once again, Bianca really shouldn't be dancing. This bothers me. Again, it keeps happening. And she's got this weird, like, Sia. You know the artist Sia who, like, didn't show her face for a long time and, like, sang that chandelier song? You probably have no idea who that is. But she did the thing where she Oh, I know, I know who she is because yeah. she did, she did that, that really offensive um, music movie. I don't know this, but so her, she does this, like, she has the chandelier glasses type thing, yeah. and I just, I was like, no, don't do that. Like, also, one, that's not safe. Two, <laughs> two, you're doing this, like, you're dancing. Two, yeah. again, I, I just, it bugged me. Yeah, no, have you ever seen Tropic Thunder? Have you ever, Charles, of course. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, because you it's brought her up. It's one of the up. best horrible well, movies I've ever seen. Horrible. I love that no, movie. No, because it's, it's a... so offensive. Okay, like, okay. It, I love that movie, too. Well, here's the thing. So Sia made a movie called Music about a, uh, a woman uh, with autism. And oh. it looks like the fucking Simple Jack trailer. <gasps> no. It is so fucking offensive. And she also hired a... a and, and, you know... In in 2020, she hired an actress who was not autistic to play an autistic character. Wow. And the girl is just doing all the stereotypical faces and all that sort of stuff. And I looked at it and I was like, this looks like a parody. This literally looks... It, she went full Simple Jack. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Never go full Simple Jack, kids. Never go full so I, Simple Jack. Like in yeah. your attempt, in your attempt for Oscar bait, you really shouldn't do that. Um, I'm really happy. I'm like now I regret bringing up Sia. It's really whoever whoever like does wardrobe for Bianca Belair. It's all their yeah. fault that now we're well, on this path and I know about part. this movie. She no, but I'm like now we part. know about this movie and I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the trailer. No, and just don't be like, send oh me my the, god, <laughs> Charles. Do me a favor. You send me a lot. Don't send me that. <laughs> it won. It I don't want to like, see it. I don't want to see it. Don't it send fucking it swept the Razzies this year. Jesus Christ. No, do not send me the trailer. I will yell at you. Yeah. Uh, um, I could Google it myself. No, I don't want to see it. (laughs) But, um, you know, so she comes out, she dances. I really don't like that. I did like her outfit, though. I really liked the little diamond shorts. Yeah, it was cool. And how it was like in her hairline and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. Um, You know, and she says what she won't do is build herself up by bringing another woman down, and she'll never make excuses for herself. And I did ex- love that. And then she explains why she's the EST mm-hmm. and brings up that Roman Reigns is defending his title tonight and says, you should do the same thing. And she says no again. <laughs> well, I'm just, I don't give a damn what Roman Reigns does. Mm-hmm. You know, and then she walks out to booze. But once again, I, assu- I, I don't think it's booze for Becky Lynch. It's, oh, man, I would have no wanted match. to see that match. You yeah. know, so... I don't know how the heel turn of uh, of Becky Lynch is uh, going. She might well, have we'll, to hit. We'll she see might have this to hit, Friday. She might have to hit Meryl Streep with a chair. She might have to hit Meryl. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anyone that's so beloved in the WWE where she could like seriously go full heel? I don't think so. No, there isn't. No. Not right now. No. You know. Oh, there's a motorcycle outside my apartment. I don't know if I you can that. hear this, I... people. No. Yeah, that's that's you're cool, man. Anyway, so yes, um, 
you know, uh, then we go to Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler uh, walking backstage. I didn't backstage. know who those people were. I was like, they're, oh, they're passing by Tony Storm. <laughs> yeah. There's guys going by Tony Storm. <laughs> well, he has kind of like an 80s rock. Uh, Dolph Ziggler has kind of an 80s rocker thing, too. Right. In fact, for the longest time, um, I've said that I, I think Tony Storm and Dolph Ziggler would be a great, like, on-screen couple. Yeah. You know. So he sees Tony Storm, he talks about how she likes to live life on the wild side and do yourself a favor and check out my match. And he then he she's offers like, of for course. her to be in yeah, to be in his corner. And she says, You're great, but she's rooting for Rick Boogs. <laughs> and he I like how he understands. He's just like, Yeah, like everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Rick Boogs? No. Okay. I literally I'm, finished SmackDown like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, I am I am really curious as to what your opinion of Rick Boogs is going to be. Yes. Yeah. Um, so then Becky's backstage, um, and Sonya Deville and Adam uh, Pierce stop her. Um, Sonya just looks great in the fucking, like, Sonya always looks great. Like it's, She always it's, looks good. Yeah. She um, really does. She always looks fantastic. So yeah. So you find out there's going to be a contract signing. Yes. Yeah, because their match is going to take place at Extreme Rules. When is that? It's like in mm. two weeks? Mm. Something like that. So yeah, we're going to get it at the Garden. Yeah. Um, I would have rather gotten the match at the Garden, though. But Well, I'm sure that that's what everyone in the past couple of weeks has been <laughs> wanting, too. So maybe we'll yeah, go get yeah. the same for people and be like, Ooh. Yeah. But at least we know we're getting something. And you know damn well they're going to hit each other. Yes. yes, yes. So, so turn on that wind machine because it's time for Carmella to uh, just stand there and uh, do nothing while Liv Morgan stands behind her and says, "Seriously, yes." And that's uh, that was the whole. That was Nothing the whole to thing. say about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then we see Sonya Deville on the phone. She's talking about what's going on next week, and then Naomi emerges from the darkness. <laughs> No, like, she's glowing from the darkness. I love that Naomi's just standing in the dark backstage, like a yeah. creepy person. Like, well, it's almost just like a bad actor in high school being like, all right, now's your cue. Go, go on stage. Go right now. <laughs> and that's what happened. And she's like, I love Sonya being like, what's up? I'm on the phone. <laughs> so she's like, you told me last week that you tell me this week about my match. And Sonya's like, it must have slipped my mind. Ask me again next week. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's Aww. just disrespect. That Total just disrespect. Outright disrespect. Yeah. Yes. So now let's go to NXT UK. Let's do it. Uh, where we have Nina Sam, the Nina Samuels show returns for a limited engagement. A very limited engagement. Very <laughs> limited. This was kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, a, Blair Davenport would actually hit Meryl Streep with a chair. <laughs> oh yeah, she'd be like, who's Meryl Streep hit her with a chair? <laughs> yeah. So, she attacks Nina Samuels in her director's chair. Um, no, she doesn't. Did she get out of the... Oh, you're right. Nope. Yeah. I envisioned that, because I thought that would be even better if she just knocked her out of the chair and the chair <laughs> went flying. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We get the marquee, Nina's in her star chair, and then she makes her way down to the ring. She does her pose in a ring post, and then uh, Davenport runs towards her and pushes her off. Yes. Yes. It was she, great. She smashes her back first into the apron, then into a barricade, and she does her finisher to Nina. The match is not even started. <laughs> I said, I didn't hear a bell yet. Yeah. You know, and Blair's like, you want to get up, you want to fight me, the officials have to break them apart. 
And then what's his butt comes in? What's Sid Scala. Sid. So he says, calm down, get backstage now to Blair. And she like kicks him, power bombs him and security comes in. She goes away. And then I'm like, wait, what just happened? She just <laughs> fucked up the assistant to the general manager, which yes. is a big no-no. That's a big no-no. That'd be like it. That'd be like if someone just went and fucking power bombed Sonya Deville. Yes. Yes. You that's know. like that's like if in the Mamma Mia movie, Amanda Seyfried power bombed Meryl Streep. <laughs> I've never seen the Mamma Mia movie. So. I'm just bringing in as many Meryl references as possible. I don't think <laughs> anyone in our audience has seen. <laughs> no, I haven't. I am the only audience that matters. Anyway, so um. <laughs> Boo! Anyway, <laughs> Chelsea with the heel heat. Um, yeah. So, uh, we get a Ginny promo. She says, uh, apparently, so Afa Valkyrie's knee um, is fucked from that match. Yeah, she actually hurt, like, hurt herself. And I love yeah. that. This is exactly what I hoped that Ginny would do, where she brings it into, like, I told you I'd do this. She said, no bird soars too high when soaring with their, um, something about their own wings, unless someone clips them. Um... So in order to be the best, you must handle the worst, and that's what I did. I'm that's what I did. So Afa, you may have won, but the woman still standing tall is me. I said I would destroy you, and you would not survive. And now everyone's witnessed the fall of Afa Valkyrie at the hands of Jenny. Like just basically being like, yeah, I heard her. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I also love what's his butt, Joseph Connors, just being yeah. like, yeah, she did. <laughs> like he doesn't say jack shit. Just like, uh huh, I was there. I saw. I was in a cage. You see me. <laughs> mom, mom, I'm still on TV. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so we have Amelia McKenzie versus um, Amal. Yes. Um, which was very interesting because two totally different styles. Yes. And Amal did something during the match that I don't know if you caught. Did you catch her calling a shot? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. What, like when she was put in the turnbuckles? No, no, she did it at a time that I've never seen anyone do it. She did it in the middle of a move. Really? Which is really a cool way to cover it up. It's one of the things that, like, most people would not have seen at all. Oh, then no, I saw a different one that wasn't smooth at all. Yeah, no, there's one where she was uh, being, uh, um, uh, they were doing the Irish whip into the turnbuckle, and she was calling the shot during that while she was in motion. Yeah. That's smart, and she was the is, and she was the one being whipped, yeah. Irishly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Irishly whipped. Yeah, that was yes. very creative. Good for her. Yeah. So, um, Amal, Amal I, I, you can pretty much see like the two different styles here. Like Amal is a brawler, and Amelia does submission holds. Um, there was a nice drop kick and a nice sling blade by Mackenzie. Um, then there was a, then there was just a lot of kicks to Mackenzie's face by Amal. Yes. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of kicks. I mean, like I had, I noticed that of course they were very, they were very different styles of wrestling in, in, yeah. in this. But I, I wanted it to gel more. Was my like critique of it. I didn't yeah. really necessarily. It didn't do very much for me. I know. Yeah. I'm just like I'm being like gluttonous, and I'm like if I don't feel anything while they're wrestling, it's not yeah. worth my time. Well, uh, but think, that's not true. They both I, did really cool things. I think, it, well, I also noticed, I, I didn't even, I've never noticed this before, but they have the same hairstyle. Oh. They, they have the same ponytail. Oh. I, I'd never noticed that before. Um, Amal also had to wrestle with her fucking boot open for most of this match. With her boot open. Did you notice that? No. 
Her boot became, one of her, her right boot became completely undone. Oh. And it was just open the whole time, like at least That's half the match. That's dangerous for both of them. Yeah, no, like, you know, I, I wrote, in fact, I wrote, Amal's boot became undone. I keep thinking that's dangerous. Yeah, that's not safe. <laughs> yeah, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, it was open the whole, like, at least half the match. That's crazy. My yeah. favorite thing about Amal in this match was her screaming. Because oh, yeah, no. Because it was fucking deafening and terrifying. And I was like, us French people, we do know how, know how to scream and, like, make a fucking giant fuss out of anything. Yeah, no, I love, <laughs> I love her, I love her screams. Yes, yes. I really, I really love those. Um, you know, I mean, it was, it was not, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I mean, I feel I, it was not my match of the week, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's nice. I want to see, now I want to see a mall in Mako. I kind of do, just to be yeah. like. Well, like, they've wrestled, like, I know, before. Yeah. I know. But I want to see it now that, like, this is becoming something super important and is, yeah. like, Amal's, like, one goal in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so then finally, for uh, to close up NXT uh, UK, we see Sid Scala again, and he has a neck brace after being attacked by yeah. Blair Davenport. I love that he's being seen by a medic for, like, for, to see if he has a concussion. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. So let's go to regular NXT, excuse me, NXT UK. Yes, I'm curious to see how you feel about Mandy Rose. Was this uh, was this her first time wrestling in NXT, or did that already happen and I just blocked it out? Uh, it's her first time since she came back. Since she came back, yes, that's yeah. what I meant. Um, yeah. So this is Mandy Rose with Gigi Dolan and JC Jane versus yeah, Saray. What did you think of her in this? Who? Mandy. Uh, well, I asked you first. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, I I I've already. I'll go. I have a lot, a lot of analysis in this, and I don't want to. I don't want a lot of analysis. You. Yes, I don't um, want to color your responses, so that's why well, I want to. No, know what I you just, think. I, I, you know, I took notes on this different for her than how I did when she was with Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, like, I actually paid attention to what she was doing. I didn't gloss over it. I didn't check my phone. You know, things like that. Like, I tried to take it seriously, and I found myself doing that. Well, the thing that I that I've come to the conclusion of is that Mandy is only as good as the people they team her up with. Mm-hmm. Because Mandy was great when she was with Sonya Deville. Yeah, her and Sonya Deville were a great team, and I was actually sad that they never won the tag titles. Um, yeah, but she was awful with Dana Brooke. And here, I noticed the, <clears throat> a big, hold on, I have to have a, a drink. With my you have a drink. So Charles noticed a big something. Yeah. No, wah, I noticed <laughs> a big difference um, in how she's presented. Mm-hmm. She was presented less as, look how hot she is, and more, look how athletic she is. Yes, and that was also with help from the commentators talking about, like, the perfect athletic body and stuff like that. So I was like, as much as they're still just objectifying her, at least it's not about her beauty, it's about her strength. Well, considering that she is someone who did, like, um, not strong woman contests, like, bodybuilding contests and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um... I like that they're emphasizing that because it's emph- if it, you know, I mean, because that's the whole thing. That's why I mean, she was hired because of her body. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's no denying that. But she was hired because she was athletic, not because she was hot. Yeah. And then when she got under Bruce Pritchard, obviously now it becomes, oh, look, she's a hot blonde. I got to make her hot blonde and I got to put her with another hot blonde. Look, I'm going to make them dress. I'm going to make them dress like they're strippers. 
And look at that. <laughs> Ain't they hot? Wow. Vince will love that. But, you know, that's my yes. Bruce Pritchard people. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Very good. Very well done. Also, funny thing I realized is that's Bruce Pritchard doing an impersonation. That's me doing an impersonation of Bruce Pritchard doing an impersonation of Michael P.S. Hayes for the Freebirds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because the voice funny. I had, in, the voice I had in my head of him was a voice I've heard him do, and then I realized, oh God, that's his Michael Hayes impersonation. <laughs> so now it's gonna be my, it's gonna be my my Bruce Pritchard impersonation. Adam I Cole, look at you, you a tiny little boy. You should be a manager. Anyway, so, it's insulting to most of the people in Middle America. <laughs> yes. So yes. um, <laughs> I'm from New York. They hate me anyway. Yes. Um, you know, you're a mass hole who just emigrated here. I am uh-huh. true fucking New York. You know. Um, even though I don't really know who any of the Yankees are. Um, so uh, I do. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you do. Uh so uh Saray comes out still with the happiest of all wrestling themes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't this is the first time I noticed that Mandy Rose was also had height in comparison to any other wrestler. Yeah. You know, because I just, like, envisioned her, like, you know, as this, like, stripper Barbie thing with Dana Brooke. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, she's actually not, like, I know that Saray is small, but it's the first time I noticed her, paid attention to her as an individual wrestler, one, and two, noticed, like, things like the fact that she is actually athletic mm-hmm. and and that she has height in comparison to other wrestlers. Yeah. It seems like a small thing, but I guess that just shows how poorly she was represented. Oh, yeah. Previously. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, when we, when we started watching, I mean that they took everything that was good about Mandy Rose and just like, look, she's hot, and and that's she's what hot. they that's what they just made her into. Um, yeah. you know, like I mean, I miss stuff like her doing fucking push ups on somebody's like body. And that stuff. was my and favorite like, part, to be yeah. honest with you. She that used to do so shit cool. like that all the time. Really? Yeah. Cause she's um like she, I believe when the uh the performance center used to have uh like I remember I sent you that thing where Bianca Belair just was way more athletic than everybody else there. Uh-huh. Um, but before Bianca Belair got there, Mandy Rose is the one who used to win all those. Oh. Like Mandy Rose had the record for the fastest um uh rowing machine and all that sort of stuff. Fastest. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. Mm. So Saray wants a handshake. Excuse me, Mandy refuses. <laughs> I burped, but I'm no, not... Just, my, my mind is so dirty. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm not even going <laughs> to... I'm, I'm not even going to do it. I, I'm, I am a yeah. good... I went to Catholic school, madam. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I, it shows. Yes. I, my, my, I, if anyone is a bastion of Catholic values, it is I. Mm-hmm. A good Italian Catholic boy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not affiliated with the mafia at all. Hey, hey, those are there my is, people. There is no mafia. Anyway, so um, what's a mafia? I don't know where you heard that, madam, but that is slander towards my towards the Italian American people, and uh, I will not have it. So, um, I do love when Saray just gets pissed off and just punches Mandy in the fuck, like just like yeah, fucking bam. That was um, awesome. I. I I liked how she, like, tried really hard for the fisherman suplex and, like, bridged up, but, like, somehow Mandy got out. I wasn't expecting that, because, again, I'm coming from a place where I'm not thinking about Mandy Rose as a wrestler. Yeah, Mandy just stuck her thumb in Saray's eye. That's how she yeah. got out of it. 
I'm like, she's playing dirty. She's doing the fucking, like, push-ups on her back. Like, yeah. it's fucked up shit. Yeah. And, I love uh, when she said shut up to the crowd cheering Saray. Yes. Yes. Like, I was like, wait, oh, no, I care about Mandy Rose. Well, so at the end of it, Saray does that. I, I don't know how it doesn't kill people dropkick. Yes. Uh, where she kicks her in the face. And then a me- Mandy falls on, uh, out of the ring. JC and Gigi grab a towel and immediately cover her face. And Mandy is counted out. And I wrote, oh, my God, if Mandy does a Phantom of the Opera deranged Cody Rhodes gimmick where she wears a mask, she may become my favorite wrestler. <laughs> That's funny. Come on. My how big critique, aw- that yeah, would be how awesome would that be if like Mandy Rose got kicked in the face and now it's like going on about how hideous Saray made her. And I would love ma- that. Wears like half a mask, like the Phantom of the Opera. And just I would a, love that. Just becomes a psychopath <laughs> with like Gigi and JC as her henchwomen. And then somehow we find out that she can, she's actually an actress and then she'll outshine the bunny and the bunny will change her gimmick. Anyway, so, but my big critique about the end of the, because we were talking about last week how she can't play a deranged person. Yes. Don't side-eye my fucking segues. That was good. <laughs> um, the, um, no, it wasn't. Yes, I am it the was. segue king. I, yes. would, I, I put that segue to death. Okay. Fine, you don't get my opinions about anything for the rest of this episode. <laughs> no, I want to hear your opinion. Come yeah, on. so I didn't like how, like, how just last week, Manny was like, come with me if you never want to feel that way again to Gigi and JC. And then, and then, like, all of a sudden, they care so much about Mandy Rose that they're like, someone get her a towel! <laughs> you know, so I'm like, what did she do to them? Or this is too soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what. Some relationships go very fast. Um, so like in the bachelor, my favorite show. Anyway, continue. Yes. Oh my God. So you know how I love naked and afraid, right? Mm hmm. Do you know that they've made a spinoff show called naked and afraid of love? My friend Lauren is on it. Yeah. Really? Uh huh. She's the tall, skinny brunette model one. I, I haven't, I haven't watched it because I don't really care about dating shows, but I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? They made her Yes, dating. my friend Lauren is on it. She is mm. the model. <laughs> <laughs> Can she survive in the fucking wilderness? I, she was off Instagram for only a couple of weeks, so I doubt it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like she turned in, like she, she fucking left very, very soon then. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure. To, they're supposed to be there for like 28 days. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't yeah. watched it. Yeah. So uh, we go with um, Kaylee Ray having a sit-down in, uh, interview. Yes, we do. And this is just like, you know, I like how they're like right off the bat, they're giving Kaylee Ray all of this stuff. But not only are they doing that, like this guy, this fucker, he like questioned her. Like, but what about this? So basically what happens is she talks about how she makes an impact wherever she goes and she thrives in the biggest moments. So she chose one of the biggest moments possible so that everyone knows that she's in the United States. She says that this division needs a boost, so it needs a new top player. And then um, and to, like, inject life into this division. So Regal called, and this guy, like, lists everyone from, like, Raquel to Ember Moon to Zoe Zoe Stark. Yeah. So I love her going, who is Zoe Stark anyway? (laughs) Um, (laughs) She's lucky to have EO behind her. She buddied, but EO buddied up with Zoe. EO to hide behind. Yeah. Yeah, but then, and then, but but EO, like, conveniently buddied up with Zoe, knowing that she was coming to the United States. Dakota couldn't get the job done, and Ember Moon is just, I didn't write, I wrote booty bump. Is that what she actually said? Uh, Gory bomb. Gory, I heard booty bump. 
<laughs> yeah, no, that'd be a I'm very weird. I was eating dinner at the same time, but I that, was like, that'd be a very <laughs> what, but one booty bump away from a broken hip also could work if it's not the wrestling world. <laughs> yeah, no. It could work. So she talks about her being yesterday's news, and that's why she's here. Raquel is. Or someone is. I don't fucking know. She said a lot, Ember and I love all of it. Ember, Ember Moon, Moon is yesterday's Great. news. Great. It's leading to the match they have tonight. Yes. So she's capable of anything she wants. She dominated in the UK. Longest reign in lots of decades, and now she's going to dominate in the US. And yeah. I'm like, I believe her. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Kaylee Ray in a regular old NXT. Uh, so now we go to Carmelo Hayes, uh, who apparently won the the breakout tournament, and he's talking about the North, uh, all the champions he can go for, and then Electra Lopez, who is the newest member of Legado del Fantasma, uh, shows up and says the North American title is for Santos, not Carmelo. I know, and, and I'm like, why is she so invested in him now all of a sudden in Santos? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because otherwise she goes back to losing matches to Frankie Monet every week. So it's yeah. like, I'm like, is know. it because is it because Hit Row has a girl and now they have a girl? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, so uh, since you're and I love Santos, like since you're new, I'm going to give you a one time pass. <laughs> you know, I want yeah. you to be able to walk into your opportunity. Be yes. wise, Carmelo, and stay out of my business. <laughs> And I love him being like, that guy just threatened me. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. Uh, I I was having this like really, I was having this moment where I was like, how fun is it that not only do you like, you know, when you you work at it, you work really hard, you get to like do this and do it on television professionally, and then you get paid to like be angry. (laughs) You get paid to be angry and beat people up for a living. It sounds a lot like our job, honestly. Yeah, but, like, they can get away with so much more than we can. Oh, well, yes, yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes, but I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. I've been very philosophical as of late. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of indie filmmaking, uh, we go into Indie Hartwell. That was just weak. And, um, <laughs> uh, no, that was a, an amazing segue. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and, uh-huh. and Johnny Gargano backstage, and Indy tells him to give Dexter a chance. I love him just... Running into Dexter. <laughs> I know. He says he'll think about it. And, like, Dexter's just there putting his glove on. And he's like, quit doing that, man. <laughs> be normal for, for once, once. Just be normal. Yeah. <laughs> this is really fucking funny. Yeah. It's really funny. And then they're ringside for Johnny's match. Oh, oh, you, you didn't see Gigi and JC beating up Saray backstage? No, I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they beat the shit out of Saray. <laughs> oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah. That's really it, good to know. Yeah. Um. So Johnny Gargano now versus L.A. Knight or La Knight. La Knight. Um. With Index in Johnny Gargano's corner. And this is just like I mean, this is my favorite entrance I think ever. Just because <laughs> of like how fucking comical it is, and it's just like I love that they've somehow spun this like great story with great wrestlers into something that I care about, and then just when I think it can't get any better, they somehow manage to do it. It's just not what I expect. You know, because a lot of storylines in wrestling suck. But the, I just, like, I wrote, like, this is going to be a fucking shit show. But I love when when Johnny just extends his hand and Dexter's hand is there and he's like, no. <laughs> um, well, that, well he, yeah, he was doing the thing he used to do with Austin yeah, Theory. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And he's just like, and, and he's like, come on, just, she's like, just do it. 
the I, creepiest fucking high five ever Dexter I know. doing. I, he's so hot. And then um, <laughs> I love how they like crawl forward and then, like in that pose. And Johnny's like, no, what the fuck? And like backs away. I, it, it, it made me really happy. Yeah. It really did. It really did. I love that, like, I hope the Index does okay, and they last a little while, because, you know, I noticed in this match that Indy was always looking at Dexter, or, like, waiting to, for Dexter to do something, or see how Johnny was, like, yeah. you know, just, like, paying attention to this, but Dexter was always looking into the ring, and yeah. not looking at Indy, and it made me worried about the future of Index. Well, who knows? <laughs> Tonight's their bachelor and bachelorette parties, so. Amazing. Yeah. I can only imagine a bachelor party for Dexter Lewis. <laughs> Just like, so what do you want to do? And he like gets out some colored pencils and a sketchbook and makes <laughs> everyone draw. <laughs> and says nothing. Yeah. So I love that um, uh, eventually uh, Johnny decides to high five Dexter and it costs him the match. And well, Dexter... I also love that Dexter caught him before yes. that. Yes. That was awesome. But I love Dexter giving his, did I do that, stare. <laughs> yeah, like, oops. And Indy's like, uh, uh, you can't see me, people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So then we get Boa saying that Mei Ying is going to wrestle next week. Yay. And um, and he let her down. Mei Ying will show the world the strength of Tian Sha. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how Car- uh, the former Karen Q wrestles. Um. After having broken her legs. So this is like her first match in like two years or something. Wow. Question yeah. while I'm thinking about it. Is NXT go on tour? Um, it did previous to COVID, but I don't know yeah, what's going to happen like, now. I'm like, I, I would Because really like I would love that. to see it. I would love to see it. But like, it, uh, you know, um, I don't know what they're doing, uh, you know, after COVID. Uh, there might be some changes that we'll, we'll go into next week. Yeah. Um, so, uh. We get Jesse Kamea versus Raquel Gonzalez. Which I was just kind of like, how the fuck is this going to go? How is this going to go? But Jesse did a couple of things. Did you hear the Robert Stone chant? No. There was a Robert Stone chant. Are you serious? It was a small chant, but there were at least like five, ten people in the audience chanting Robert Stone. Ew. I- I'm sure you're going to watch it now, look for their faces, and hunt them down. <laughs> no. Yes. One hundred percent, I will do that. Yeah, no, there's some five or ten weird people decided let's chant for Robert Stone in this match. Oh my goodness gracious! I'll say it's weird seeing Raquel fight someone her own height. Yeah, yeah, it was a little strange. It, and, and you know what? It's funny, like the irony again. I guess everyone's just listening to this podcast because the fact that we're talking about how we wanted Jesse to like do something, be something, like all, and then she gets to fucking face Raquel Gonzalez like the next week and she did some stuff she was quick to evade things she surprised Raquel a couple of times and I'm like oh that's good that's good yeah no the only the only bad thing I can say about Jesse in this match is um man if she had landed properly from that getting out of that suplex that would have been so impressive yeah like she she messed up her landing on that but if she had mm-hmm. landed if she had landed great that would have been so people would have been like but- oh shit it looked like, like, when Raquel, like, soup, is this when you're talking about when Raquel did it and she landed on her feet? Yeah. Is but that then what you're she, talking but about? But then but she lost her balance her, right yeah. after. But did you look at her neck? Her neck did not look safe in that. Like, as she was going around, like, it was not in the proper position. It made me worried. But she's like, yeah. maybe yeah. that's what made her, like, lose her balance. That would make sense. Yeah. But, like, I mean, imagine if she had, how, how that spot would have gone if she had landed properly. Yeah. 
Like, that would have been a big moment for Jesse Kamea. hmm You know? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Jesse did a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, you know, she's getting better every week. She still she has... You know, I mean, there's still stuff where she's not... She still needs a lot of improvement, but she's still getting better every week. I like that she's seizing opportunity, too. Like, like torquing Raquel's leg over the rope and stuff. Yeah. Like she's, like, seeing opportunities and in, in, in thinking quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so, uh, you know, the Chikanga... Is that how Raquel pronounces it? I'm not sure. I don't but remember. Like, Chikanga bomb or whatever. Um, uh, she beats Jesse, and then we get a stare down between Raquel and Frankie. Yes. And that's the match I really want to fucking see. Me too. I also love how Robert Stone is just, like, over Jesse Kamea, like, talking shit. Just, yeah. like, defending her talking shit, and Frankie's just smiling, and Raquel looks like she's gonna kill all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then we get an Ember Moon promo. Um, we're finding out it's Ember's birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, I love that exciting. she tells, uh, I love that she tells the, uh, person interviewing her, you can wish me a happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, if it's your birthday, let her fucking fight. Like, that's just rude. Yeah. It's just so, rude. So we see uh, Kaylee, she talks about Kaylee Ray was running her mouth, and you've never been in the ring with anyone like me, Kaylee, but I will take away your ability to talk crap. And she challenges Kaylee uh, Ray to a match um, for next week, which is tonight. I don't know who won it. I assume Kaylee Ray. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's setting that up. And then finally, we get Zoe and EO and Casey Squared. Yes, we do. I like, I, so this is the first time that Zoe and Io are going to defend their tag team championship. And it's like, I forgot they even had it. I forgot it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like it's been so long. So Casey says that, you know, Casey Squared respects them, but they're a real team, like in and out of the ring and they're best friends. And Caden chimes in. She says, see, we don't even have to try. This just happens naturally. Um and how Casey says how they can't say the same, and that's the difference. And um, Zoe goes on to talk about all of, like, EO's accolades. Um, and then it goes into how she would take a bullet for EO. And I love how them being like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, and then EO just takes yeah. it home. Like, I, yeah, I don't I like you. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like you. I and to, tend to Zoe. I don't even, I don't like, even you. like you. But you're on my team, so we will win. Yes. Yes. It was awesome. I love at the end how Zoe goes to fist bump Eo and she's gone. Yeah. It was cute. <laughs> it was very cute. I'm, I really, I think it's a giant missed opportunity if KC Square don't win it. And then Eo and Zoe feud. Yeah. That, that's what has to happen, I feel. You're right. You know, if Eo and Zoe win it, I think that's a giant missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So let's now go. Uh, Ruby Soho, um, before her AEW uh, debut, released a uh, another uh, vignette. She did. Did you say vignette? That's cute. I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. So it's the runaway. She's how how do you pronounce it in your fancy, fa- fancy film school way? Vignette. Well. The proper way. <laughs> well, down in Texas, we don't have things like that. <laughs> I studied at the at the knee of Gene Anderson and anyway. Yes. Enough, yes. enough Bruce yes. Pritchard impersonation. So. I know. I'm like I'm like it started with Meryl and we got to Bruce Pritchard somehow. It just yeah. it, this right. keeps happening. I want Meryl yeah. Streep to play Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> it would be glorious. Yeah. What does so, the big man think? 
<laughs> so Ruby Soho got to New York City. There's rock music. She's dancing. There's someone. Um, she's tagging a wall. Um, and I didn't catch what that one said. I don't remember. Um, she wrote Loveless, which was oh, her yes, original. Loveless. Yeah. So Heidi Loveless was her right. um Nick, was her uh stage name before right. she was Ruby Riot. I knew that. And yeah. so she turns around, puts her hands up, walks away. Oh yeah, and I wrote I wrote, yep, yeah, Loveless. Um she looks yeah. up and then someone's tagging another thing and it says the riot is over and I just like I got sad. Um Yeah. But it seemed wrote, to be an I, empowering thing. I wrote she's hanging in New York City, no doubt staring at a billboard of Jade Cargill. Um, that's what makes yeah. her join AEW. <laughs> um. I can't fucking believe. I saw another one the other day. I saw another one. I'm like, this bitch is everywhere. It must stop. Well, she is that bitch, so that's why she's. Um... I'm fuming. I'm fuming. Yeah. I love how this moment of, like, the riot is over, though, like, empowers her, where she, like, air, she just, like, air guitar in the street, like, goes to this club. Did we shoot Demon Hunter in whatever this bar is? No, is that's. That the- Unfortunately, no. that uh, that club closed. The close the the club that she shot at. No, that we shot at. It closed uh, forever because of COVID. Well, the Pyramid Club I know is gone, but didn't we yeah. shoot it too? Uh, in no. Brooklyn, yes, we no. did. Yeah, I swear oh. we did the yeah. Oh, that's right, we did, we did. But I think it, it was that it wasn't that place. It, it wasn't like that, that place. place. It wasn't that place. Oh. I just yeah. was like, why haven't we shot in this bar? <laughs> yeah, but it's um, really really cool. Yeah, I, I also love that she actually has ID that says Heidi Lovelace on it. And, yeah. um, but then yeah. she's like, oh, sorry, I'm Ruby Soho now. <laughs> um, yeah, it was cute. It was very yeah. really cute. I love it. I'm not a fan of that song, I'll be honest, but I it love... It got stuck in my head for the rest of my wrestling yeah, no, watching it's, experience. It is stuck, it, it's been stuck in my head all fucking day. Yeah. Um, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. But um, I hate the song, but, and I'm not a big Rancid fan, but I think it's super cool that Rancid gave her the rights to use it. Yes. You know, um, that, like, Lars Fredrickson, like, per, like, you know, personally contacted her and uh, gave her the rights to that. I think it's really cool. That's so um, cool. So we're going to go to Impact in a moment, but uh, we'll be right back after this, uh, this uh, break in two and two. <laughs> And we're back. No, we're not. <laughs> yes, we are. With, with, uh, Chelsea was telling me that she's calling uh, this episode on the file B-52. The B-52. And Yes, and now I have, like, fucking uh, Love, Love Shack. Shack. And... Yeah, because nobody Love can ever Shack. think of another yeah. song they've ever done. Yeah. yeah. You know what, though? Actually, there's two songs that they uh, did that I love. Um, <laughs> uh, pr- what? <laughs> there's two songs that they did. Like, I wasn't expecting yeah, no. that I love part. Yeah, no, I love uh, My Own Private Idaho. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. That's a great song, actually. Yeah, you're right. And then Rock Lobster is a fun song. It is a fun song. It wasn't a rock. It was a rock was lobster. A People at a party. Everyone had matching towels. There you go. That's my Fred Snyder. I'm haunted for life. <laughs> uh, isn't it? I, everyone's, everyone's horrified that I can actually do an accurate Fred Snyder impersonation. Yeah, that was really good, and I hated it. Don't do it again. Yeah, put the lime <laughs> in the there coconut. You go, you're doing anyway. it again. <laughs> there you go. Of course, I he do. Goes right That's into me. it. He does without I'm, I'm even a, a pause. Man. I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. I'm a very. <laughs> I'm, bad I'm man. naughty. <laughs> anyway, so let's go. Speaking of naughty, let's go to impact. How is that a segue? <laughs> <laughs> It's not a segue. (laughs) 
Because the fucking audio person on this needs a goddamn spanking for how fucking awful the audio is on this. On Beyond the Bell or on Impact? <laughs> on Impact. I was like, you're the audio person. Did you hear the audio on the Deanna Perrazzo promo? No, there was no issue with it on my end. Oh my god, like, her voice is distorted. I checked, like, oh. other things to make sure it wasn't, wasn't just my hearing. Maybe it's my and hearing no. and I just can't hear weird, like, double-toning distortion things anymore. Yeah, no, there is, like, a distortion under her voice, um, and, and under everyone's voice, and, and it's only in the Diana Prazo uh, section. They're all possessed. Um, yes. You know, like, I couldn't even pay attention to what she was talking about because of it. Yeah, it was just kind of, you know what it was? It was the Diana Prazo same interview that happens week yeah. after week after week. That's what it was. Yeah. Impact Impact needs about, like, ten new people. Yeah. Like, there are a bunch of people who showed up for one week in Impact, and it's like, Impact needs them full-time. Like, Lady Frost showed up for one week in Impact. Mm-hmm. Like, they need her. They need fucking, you know, they need Chelsea Green to not be wrestling men, for fuck's sake. Like, just, that's the yeah. next match. Mm-hmm. It was mostly a men's match, and then Chelsea Green comes in the last, like, minute. And, and he, like, super kicks her. And I was like, it yeah. doesn't look safe. Yeah, like, Chelsea Green with her, with her boyfriend, I, I think he's her fiancé, actually, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Cardona, versus Rahi, uh, Raju and Shara. And it's mostly the men wrestling. And then Chelsea comes in, gets kicked in the face, and, and it's the end of the match. And it's like, why do you even bring her into the match? Does Matt, Matt Cardona can't get another partner? Yeah. You know. I don't know. It was um, dumb. Yeah, no, and then there was also the six-woman match that, like, I don't, I don't care about. I'm sorry, I don't care about Madison Rain and Tennille and versus Taylor Wilde. I don't. don't I don't care. care. at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, see, I called it a six-woman match. It was actually a, a six-person match because Caleb was in it, and I totally fucking forgot because yeah. I, I zoned out. It was just dumb. No, but I will go about the thing that I do care about in Impact. Which is uh, would you like to do the honors on the last segment? Oh, which is um the Sue Young stuff. Yes, I sent Chelsea a clip. I didn't of Sue see Young this yet. I didn't see Sonya. this. I hadn't oh. seen this segment yet, so I had no idea. Oh, okay. I just watched okay. that today. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't it weird how different she looks? She looks so different when they were all trying to make her like fucking model pretty and shit like that. Yeah. So he and... sent me this clip of when she was like all model pretty and shit, and like was I FCW, couldn't figure out, I yeah. couldn't figure out who it was, and he would give me a hint from this segment that I didn't get because I hadn't seen the segment yet. <laughs> But I was saying, like, you know, well, the person looks a little younger, and I spelt young, younger, Y-U-N-G. I was on set. I didn't even fucking read that you misspelled it, which is more like something yeah. on me rather than on you. Yeah, yeah, and, and I forget who you said she was like, but it was someone that I think, uh, I, I think would have been upset. And I put, well, hopefully she doesn't sue you. And I wrote it S U. Oh, I didn't. No, no. I was a little busy yes. yelling at people. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I, it's like, how did you not get those hints? No. Because um, I was like, all right, Charles is saying something. I don't know who that is. No, it's not that person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah, better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but apparently some souls they collect. Yeah. And others they convert. Yeah. And, and Brandy Lauren shows up. Brandy Lauren shows up, and I just realized if if this was your first time watching Impact, you'd have no idea what her name was. 
Yeah, I had um, forgotten her name, and I was like, it's that girl. They didn't, yeah, because they didn't even say Brandy Lauren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the same time, well, I'll get into this um, on our, um, when we get to AEW, mm-hmm. I'll get into um, the one person who I think would actually benefit from being an impact instead of AEW. Oh. We'll talk about that during our pay-per-view special. So listen for that, kids, and yes. you'll find out who I think should go to Impact. So uh, we go to Ring of Honor. Yes. Where uh, Trish, Trisha Dora versus Allison Kay. Oh, my God. Sometimes, see, I freak. I have, like, these mini freak-out moments when you, like, announce the first person and I have the other person first. And I'm like, I didn't see this match. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, no, this was an Allison K match. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. So this is a quarterfinal match for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Which I thought just happened, <laughs> but it didn't. No, that was the NWA. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just like, it's hard to like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm a nice person. Um, I'm an angel. <laughs> um, yeah. When did I watch this? I don't remember. <laughs> well, well, what are your notes on? <laughs> That's really like... Because I'm just like, I know what my notes are, but I don't remember actually watching it. Like, I wrote down everything that happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh, what stuck out to me, I remember this, definitely. This was, like, halfway through, though, when, like, um, when Allison Kay, like, do you hear her knock on her ribcage? so hard that it sounded like yeah. it was like an empty like metal fucking cylinder like yes that was fucking scary shit i was like your ribs aren't cracked and also are you the tin man trisha dora <laughs> i'm concerned for your safety well <laughs> like, fucking ak-47 don't 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 fuck around and like around. she hits you like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see it mm-hmm you're gonna see it you're gonna see it man she's she's but yeah like that was um it was actually probably one of the better matches in the ring of honor uh tournament yeah yeah it was good i wish i remembered more of it like more of it stuck out to me now it's starting to be a thing because like because we're covering like everything that we can now yeah except for raw um that like you know, I'll have the couple of matches that stick out that I don't forget about, and then I lose focus on these ones because they're like, yeah. I'm like, that's good, but it wasn't this, you know? Yeah. And then I don't want to start, like, comparing people. I'm not going to do that. But this was a good match. It just wasn't my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So we get uh, Britt Baker in AEW now, because we're in AEW now. Um, oh, uh, Trisha Dora won, which I was actually surprised. That was, that that was very surprising. I never expected Allison K to ever lose. Yeah, well, I, I guess because I guess Allison K probably wants to focus on being in the N- NWA full time mm-hmm. as their tag champ or something. Mm-hmm. That would make so, sense. Yeah, so uh, well, we won't get we won't get to see her anymore. But yeah. you know, uh, so we we'll go to the A- AEW. I wrote Dinamita. I didn't write dynamite. I wrote Dinamita. Everything's fine. Yeah, Britt Baker's with... Is it Reba or Rebel? Do we know? I don't... It's Rebel. Okay, cool. Because I've read something different every week. <laughs> um, and yeah, what's... just just put Rebel. Rebel? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but Janie, that's her name? 
Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. That's what I thought. Right. Right. Because she yeah. was crazy in that. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so Britt Baker talks about if Jamie gets the title, the title will still stay, like, with her friends because she's her girl. So that she'll still have the title even if Jamie gets it. Which I'm just like, that's fucked up logic. I like it. Um, talking about how Chris Stantlander, Statlander could get it. Um, she talks about her being a free agent, but someone just signed with AEW. Um, you know, and it's just like the biggest deal ever, and it's her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she signed a new a new contract. Yes, which is great. I wonder why. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, because Adam Cole's there. <laughs> oh well, this was before he came there. Adam I Cole know, apparently, but of course, Adam, no, but Adam Cole apparently didn't sign his contract till Saturday. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really cool. That's great. Yeah. That's the thing. The WWE, we're still trying to get him to stay. And that was their idea of like, look, you're a small little fella. It's time for you to just sit back, let the men wrestle, and you can just talk. So dumb. You're a good talker. You're a good talker. You can do the baby thing at the end of it. It'll be great. It'll be, it'll be, And we'll put you, we'll put you a gender mahal. I don't know if they're. I think you should just all, let though. Meryl Streep do that work now. Okay. Yeah, but um, you just give up. Let Meryl do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so uh, she announces there's going to be a uh, a handicap match with Chris Statlander versus Jamie Hayter and Rebel on Rampage. So, can I just say something as a uh, wrestling fan for many decades? No one has ever lost a handicap match. Yes. No, no, you could put 900 people on one team and somehow that one person will win. Yes. It never, ever happens that the person in the handicap match loses. <laughs> and I hate handicap matches because they always just make the two other people look like fucking scrubs. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, even though, even though Chris Statlander did a really impressive fucking, like... She did. Jesus, is she strong she thing. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But So uh, there's Penelope Ford versus Tay Conti. Yes, there's lots um, of flips. <laughs> you, you know, the thing about this match, I like Penelope Ford. Um, but at one point, Penelope Ford did a bunch of cartwheels and tried to do a move, and then she missed it. And then she did the exact same thing. Yes. Yeah. Like... And I'm just like, okay, Penelope, if you don't get it the first time, that it's it's kind of like when you're taught if you mess up your lines or if you're on stage and you mess up a song, don't go back to the part you messed up. Just continue from where you are. Exactly. And it looked and that's what she did. She went back to the thing she messed up to do it again. And it's like, no, no don't. That's just like it makes wrestling look fake. Yeah. It, it like yeah. it breaks the fourth wall in like the worst way possible. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah, and then there was a really crazy looking move that Tay Conti did, but it was only crazy because Tay is so fucking tiny. Yeah. And was like it, the it was a move that like, anything. Yeah, 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 but it was like if anybody else did it, it would look fine. Yeah. But when she did it, it looked really weird amazing because fucking penelope ford is like a full like 10 inches taller than her or something right um and then there was one part that bothered me because penelope ford gets kicked three times right in the face and then no sells it and just picks tay right up mm -hmm. for a gut buster mm -hmm. yeah 
And it's it's like there was very little psychology in this match. I was very disappointed in it. Something that pissed me off too was that the commentators kept like they'd either like confuse one of them with the other one, or like uh, pick a different wrestler altogether, or they would stumble over their words. And I was like, who was like doing whippets before they like came on commentary? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jim Ross called Ruby uh, Soho Ruby Riot. Yes. On uh, you know, and he he. Also once referred to Kenny Omega as the WWE champion. So, I mean, he's, he's making lots of mistakes in his commentary. That's called dotage and getting older. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um... And being a dick. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, eventually, the bunny grabs Tay's leg. Tay and the bunny start fighting. And then Tay pushes Penelope into the bunny for the roll-up in the win. And then Penelope and the bunny come in and beat the shit of her until Anna Jay returns to... An unnecessarily loud pop. I was like, why? People are this excited about Anna Jay? I know, that was shocking. Like, that's... I get Ruby Soho getting that cheer. I don't get Anna Jay getting that cheer that she got. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it either. But it was cute, like, because they hugged and, like, they were emotional and that was kind of cute. Yeah. I liked that. So we go to AEW Rampage uh, with Jamie Hayter and Rebel versus Chris Statlander. Yes. Um, I was shocked that Rebel actually did a not bad suplex throw thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just love that you're like, I'm shocked she did a thing and it wasn't bad. Yeah, no, because Rebel usually sucks yeah. and has since the fucking dollhouse. Yeah. But, you know, or the menagerie or any of the other shit she did in Impact. Right. It was always awful. Right. But, like, I was like, wow, she actually did a move. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... I like how, you know. like, how, who was thrown, oh, so Chris, like, threw Jamie onto Rebel, I love that, and then said something like, I, oh, they started talking about potatoes? Yeah, uh, 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 I'm not even gonna get into Chris Jericho's awful fucking commentary. Oh, that was Chris Jericho? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah moving on. Um, yeah, but, you know, well, here's the thing, I wish, I wish uh, Chris Statlander would not throw people onto other people. Because that's how she broke Britt Baker's leg, by throwing Nyla Rose onto her. Oh, yeah, well, that's just negligent. Like, but that's the thing, is, like, she broke somebody's leg by doing the same thing, like, like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. You'd think. So, yeah. That's something that gets people, that's something, like, if she did that and we told her not to, we'd fire her. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But... I'm still really impressed with her, though, where she fucking threw the two of them into each other. So they ended up doing a move to one another. Yeah, the spider crab thing was cool. Or, yeah, or when she lifts up Rebel and then catches Jamie while already having Rebel on her shoulders. Yeah, that was really awesome. And then throws them fucking both. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say, I don't think I've ever seen the spider crab thing she's did. Yeah, but. that was really, really cool. There was a couple of weeks back, said one of the commentators mentioned that it was some sort of variation or attempt on the spider crab, and I was like, what's that? And then I'm like, oh, somebody did it! <laughs> like, kid <laughs> in the fucking candy shop. This match was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Because yeah, it just and made then, me feel good. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Jamie and Britt uh, go to attack... Um, Everybody goes to attack, but Red Velvet comes out, and I love that the crowd boo the hell out of Red I Velvet. I know. <laughs> You should have never put her against fucking Britt Baker Seriously. in Pittsburgh. In By Pittsburgh. the way, thing I'm going to say before we go on to our match of the week and all this sort of stuff. Um, 
When CM Punk returned for the first time in seven years and in Chicago and just got one of the biggest crowds I have heard since the fucking Steve Austin days, Mm -hmm. the first thing he said is, boy, you really know how to make a boy feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought that was really, that was really, really cool. That's really awesome. Um, But yeah, so um, Chelsea, what was your match of the week? Yes. Will you forget that the cheerleader Julia came out too and got the shit oh, beaten yeah. out of her? Yeah, and and also sold like she was pooping once again. Once again, yes, yes. My match. She the needs week... to learn. She needs to learn a different position than holding your stomach while bent over yeah. when someone hits you. Also, just stop telling people that you're a cheerleader. A two-time national cheerleading champion. Just don't tell people Two that. times. Just don't. Yeah. No, I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed Chris Statlander beating the shit out of Rebel. Um, I think that, like, the spider crab thing was really cool. When she, like, picked up both of them, it was awesome. Now I know that you shouldn't throw people on, thro- on people. But, you know, before that, <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that very, very much. Yeah. That- I'm going to I'm gonna actually go. I, I, it's kind of cheating. You're going to give it to Ruby Soho. Don't do that. You can't do that. No. I'm going to give it to Nina Samuels and Blair Davenport. I was thinking about (laughs) doing that, too. I was like, I was like, that's fucked up. But yeah. Because that made me want to watch more Blair Davenport. I was going to give Wrestler of the Week to Blair Davenport. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to give it to her? I don't know, because I feel really proud of Jessie Kamea because I was shitting on her last week. And she did some stuff. So I'll give it to Jessie. You can give it to Blair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And uh, Blair Davenport gets it. But, but, retroactively, if Mandy Rose becomes the Phantom of the Opera, I will give it to her. <laughs> Every week that Mandy Rose is on with her mask on, yes. talking about how hideous, and what would be amazing if she talks about how hideous she is, and then one day the mask comes off, and it's just a tiny little, like, yes. <laughs> you know, like a tiny little blemish or something <laughs> that would that bother would no one else. Yes, so but like hilarious. in her mind, she's hideous now, and she's been just she's been ruined by Saray. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> like, please do that. Please NXT steal my idea and do that. Yes, because that would be fucking amazing. It would. So, uh, Chelsea, where can people find you? You can find me at Chelsea.lesage on Instagram, and where can they find you? At Charles.D.Lincoln. Yeah, on Instagram. Woohoo! And you can find us together. At yes. um, the CL Squared, not the CL Squared, at CL Squared Productions. Yes. Yeah, we are not the Suicide Squad. No, no, we love the Suicide <laughs> Squad. Um, so find us at um, CL Squared Productions on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And then you can find Beyond the Bell on the Twitter at Beyond C as in Z, Bell, B E L L E, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, Beyond Z Bell. I should note, by the way, that I put the, uh, the theme of. Oops, oops, oops. Got it. I'm gonna beat my. I'm gonna beat myself out on that one. Awesome. That makes me <laughs> yeah. happy. Cool. Good to know. But I put the theme from a, a certain scene from Suicide Squad on uh, from the Suicide Squad on my phone. Amazing. Because I I like the theme. It makes me feel happy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, we also want to talk, Chelsea. Can you talk a little bit about our uh, our Indiegogo campaign? No, I can't because I've never heard of it. What is this demon hunting thing you speak of? Yeah, so twenty first century demon hunter. If you're listening to this, I've said this before, but if you're listening to this, and you're unaware of this web series television show that Charles and I have been doing for a while that Charles wrote and is directing. I'm the lead of, and we are producing it with CL Squared. 
Um, season one's on Amazon, and then season two, we are doing post-production shit. Well, season 1.5. Season 1.5, yes, it's like five episodes, and it's glorious, just with, like, a crew and a budget, and it's absolutely amazing, and it's a lot of your favorite characters from season one, and new people for this next part, and it's just, like, gory and funny and hilarious, but we need help. Help money, please! Um, like, we're asking for money for, um to help with sound design and with special effects and with color correction and we got some really awesome perks if you donate you can like go to lunch with us we have signed yeah. we'll have signed dvds and um copies of the yeah. episode and the novel scripts and the yeah. novel and where I, we might do karaoke we'll put we're just i ain't it. doing karaoke fuck you no, no, but Ju- but Julie will do karaoke. No, you gotta Julie get me. You karaoke. gotta get me wasted before I do karaoke. <laughs> Seriously, but uh, but you know, like I said, we'll we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll discuss yes. that. But um, but yeah, like I said, like we have all sorts of crazy perks, and uh, you know, um, we're at uh, last time I checked, we're at forty two percent. Woohoo! And, so please keep giving uh, yeah. us money. We appreciate you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you can uh, go to that campaign at uh, igg.me slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. One word, 21st is 21st. Mm-hmm. Uh, so igg.me slash at slash 21st Century Demon Hunter. Uh, check that out today mm-hmm. um, if, you, if you like our show, um, if you've been listening for the past year and you uh, want to give back to uh the two most uh the people who give you every week the gift of entertainment or if you hate our show donate to our campaign because we'll be so busy working on 21st century demon hunter that we won't have time for this podcast so if you hate us i know (laughs) like if you hate us also why are you listening to us but um (laughs) yeah anyway they're hate listening yes but yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 uh, what's your face? Just hate listening to us all. It's it's fucking Tennille Dashwood and Madison Rain. Just mm-hmm. like, why aren't they talking about our match? Mm-hmm. And exactly. Bruce Bruce Pritchard going, I don't sound like that. Yes, but um, genius. Yes. So, but yeah. So um, be sure to check that out, and uh, also be sure to check out our AEW All Out 2021 yeah, coming up right special after this. coming up. Yeah. All right, people. Want to thank you for listening and uh, listen to our uh, AW podcast. Okay, bye. See you later. (laughs) Bye.